Is she joining us? She's also joining. Okay. Who is that? Is that is that the goddess Zumella? <laughs> it's it's think, Ariana. I think it is. I think her name is Zumella. I haven't asked her. Uh, she she doesn't stay on very long. She just says being recorded. Haven't you ever considered the fact that Ariana Grande? Do you, since we were just talking about her and Pete Davidson real quick, haven't you ever considered the fact that she probably has a lot of pressure on her to always stay in shape because if she ever gets out of shape, she'll just be Ariana Moy Grande. (laughs) 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 That's a lot of pressure, right? I was actually interested to see where you were going to go with that one because I was going to be like, well, obviously, if she's like a performer, she's going to stay in shape. He's going to go super logical. Do you think that that actresses feel the pressure to stay in shape? I mean, I would feel the pressure if my if I was Teddy Grande, (laughs) I would feel the pressure to stay. I would be running 10 miles a day. I'd be real nervous. Who the hell, what agent told her that she needed, first of all, again, as I believe I'm on record as saying on the show, she's not even Hispanic. She's Italian. And secondly, who, who decided that she should change her name to Grande? I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure Grande is one of the size beverages at Starbucks. Thank so you, Teddy. Don't you feel like an idiot. Yeah, Have you ever been on. to Starbucks? It's like this cute little mom and pop uh, Italian cafe down the street from me. Hey, everybody, and welcome to an episode of No One's Listening, an episode, the episode, the most important episode. I'm your host, Rodney, and uh, I'm joined, as always, by Busted Ted. Get it? Bust Ted. Ted? I don't get it, no. What? I don't get it either. What is Busted end with? What are the last three letters of Busted? Uh, Oh, yeah. T-E-D. Thanks. But but wait, how how does that relate to the topic of the episode? And insolvent Tyler, because you wouldn't, you would say like, you know, I, I'm busted, I, I'm all out of money, and insolvent Tyler. Yeah, we, we, already, people we already heard the name. <laughs> yeah, is 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 um busted is what that, is that what people say when they're out of money? It is a it is a synonym for um bankrupt. It's a is cinnamon. That? It's a cinnamon. <laughs> if you ask synonym.com, it is a it is um a, a synonym. <laughs> Wait, is is this episode about bankruptcies or spices? Um. Wait, is this episode brought to you by McCormick and... Wait, no, not McCormick and Schmick. Just McCormick. <laughs> just McCormick. <laughs> McCormick and Schmick. Yes, the, the, the steakhouse. Uh, wait, wait, are we going to talk about in this episode whatever happened to drive those two apart? One in the seafood and one in the spices? The spice empire? <laughs> Schmick is a, is, a, is a seafood company? Yeah, McCormick and Schmick. It, yeah, but what drove them apart? McCormick is a spice company. What's Schmick? I'm guessing that they weren't that uh, McCormick because it's like not that uncommon of a last name. It's probably not the same guy. It'd be cool if it was though. Probably not. You know what came up actually in an actual conversation at work was uh, Gortons. Have you guys heard of Gortons? Yeah, yeah. like the the like sea fish, salt. the fishermen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fish. Oh, wait, fish. Oh wait, no, no. fish sticks. Yeah, no, no, I, no, 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 Teddy, yeah. Teddy. That's, yeah, that's what I meant. Not, not sea salt. Um, that's what I said. Fish. It, because somebody had like listed out a series of foods and I won't talk about the boring nature of what I was doing, but I was like, thank you. Wait. So like the category of food would have to be frozen foods. Right. And the person was like, no, I mean, it wouldn't have to be. And it's like, what other fish stick exists outside of it? And there's a whole big debate. And I was correct. It was Gordon's. Anyway, um, Wait, that, that has nothing, <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. What is with your trail of thought tonight? Rodney, no. Rodney, that was actually one story that I feel like could have used a little more context. <laughs> <'Cause>, I mean, <laughs> That's I, why I couldn't. I couldn't tell you anything about the story you just told us, except I want <laughs> fish sticks. Wait, what? What were you disagreeing about originally? <laughs> that <laughs> there is a twelve steps. That um, of what the name of the yellow boxed fish company was. That and that was, was the question that was asked. That was where we. That's that's where the debate went. After so you and your you and your coworkers are really scraping the bottom of the barrel for conversation <laughs> topics these days, right? Yeah, well, for me, that's high, guys. That's what's highlight. those? What's that's that yellow stuff. frozen box of fish <laughs> food? Frozen. Now, of course, I had a story about it because my freshman roommate actually did a co-op at Gorton's. Um, Somehow that wasn't as intriguing to everybody else on the call. <laughs> Wait, do you guys do you guys remember how 
do you guys remember how in um in the the town where I went to college, the big liquor store was Gordon's? But then they Gordon's always, or Gordon's Gor- Gordon's. But then they also always prominently featured Gordon's vodka. So I was always confused. There, there wasn't a connection between those, was there? Where was you that went- the original Gordon's in, in Waltham, Mass? I don't know about this liquor store or the vodka. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you're missing that the the seafood company is Gordon's, G O R T O N S, not G O R D O N S. No, it just made me think about uh, about that. It's huh. uh, basically I I have I'm keeping a running list of unsolved mysteries in my life, and that one is at the very top. Wow, that's a good one. I feel like it shouldn't be too hard to solve. One phone call, you you probably have your answer. Anyway, um, this week we're talking a depressing topic, but I'm hopefully going to try and make it some fun along the way. Bankruptcies, guys. There any hope for the food fun? <laughs> yeah, suckers. <laughs> oh gosh, could you imagine the look on your face if everything you worked for just crumbled like sand and <laughs> fell between your fingertips? <laughs> oh, hilarious! Good oh, light really, to laugh really at people planning. who took a chance, <laughs> went out, you all, blew it, took a chance, and you didn't make it. <laughs> Even if you were successful for a hundred years, <laughs> we're laughing at you now, which is actually one of my favorite things when people go like, well, didn't work out. Like, well, if something went bankrupt like 70 years later, like it kind of worked out, didn't it? <laughs> anyway, before we get there, guys, any updates? Teddy, I'll go with you uh, first. Yeah, I, I, first, I have an update. I, um, I bought a car, as I told you guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've had, I've had a really fun week. Um, I bought a car and it's, uh, from this little used car dealership. I won't mention them on this podcast because, um, in the middle of litigation, but, uh, it's, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not, but, but, uh, the tailgate on the car randomly just stopped working and literally starts, starts closing on its own and almost crushed the target employee that was loading a pickup order into the back of the car because all of a sudden it started to close on this poor like 16 year old kid so wait teddy, I called them teddy and, how, how did he react I, I i don't know i wasn't there my wife my wife picked it up i think he just screamed bloody murder no i think he was just like oh well ah! whoops 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 <laughs> But, so Teddy, I, I call. Teddy, I'm, I'm picturing him having to crawl inside your car to get away from the closing tailgate. Ah, yeah. ah. <laughs> All right, can you just take me home? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my my shift is actually over in 15 minutes anyway. It's fine. I'm sick of this job. Um. So after that, I was like, okay, I'm I'm still within the lemon law, which that is that law in Massachusetts that you have if you're within 30 days and there's defects on the car that affect the safety or use of the vehicle that you can get a refund for the car so i took it to an independent mechanic and i just said can you just look over everything and like tell me if you see any problems with the car other than this obvious one that i found so he found a handful of things nothing bad um but he he told me he told me that there was a missing cap on the brake the brake fluid which i don't don't really know what that i don't know anything about cars really but he told me was was your response to that that you're gonna bust a cap yeah that's exactly what i said yeah good but that that literally means that there was no cap on it which he he said means that air and debris was getting into the brake fluid and the brake lines which could be like catastrophic because they didn't put a cap on it so that was one of like a couple of issues that the car had so i called them and told them to fix it and um i have like a warranty there there's like a six-month warranty for services and they took it i told i like talked to them on the phone and they were like all right so it's going to be a hundred dollar deductible to fix these things i was like wait i was like that's like negligence why do i have to pay a deductible you like didn't put a cap on it that's not uh, something wrong with the car that's you your heads up your ass like this it's not that's not Is something that what you i said? did wrong no no yeah. but i but i was I, I was i was more aggressive than i usually am and um then he told me okay so we can also fix the lift gate um but it'll be it'll be $480. He's like, but I'm going to talk to my manager. And he, and he said we could do it for $180. Like as if they're doing me a favor three weeks later to give them almost $300 of money for work. So I was like, okay. So I said, well, I shouldn't be paying you anything. Like I went back and forth with them on the phone for a while. Um, and I literally got nowhere. And I said, okay. I said, well, I guess, I guess I don't really have any options. So um, I guess I'll just do the work and I'll just contact an attorney and take legal action. The kid on the phone goes, all right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so then, how, then how old do you venture the kid is? 
Oh, he's he was probably I I he's probably like, like twenty, 14, like twenty five, like like young twenties, maybe twenty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So then our neighbor that lives downstairs used to be a mechanic and own a shop, and he in the same town as this dealership. And he asked me what the dealership was, and I told him. He's like, "Oh, I used to fix their cars all the time." And he was like, "He was like, they're he's like they're like evil." He was like, "They have so many cases in court that all you have to do is threaten legal action, and they'll fix your car for you and not charge you because they'll lose their license to deal cars." Oh, that's good news. That's yeah, that's yeah, great. Except they threatened yeah, legal yeah, action; and they still did nothing. So well, I guess, because be, because you can't threaten a crony, you gotta you gotta take it higher up. He doesn't so, know. So so I called the I called the I I did some digging and I found who the I found like the contact information for the president of the dealership because there's like three different dealerships under this big umbrella, and I emailed him and called and left a message twice and literally was like irate on the phone and told him that I'm literally taking legal action if he doesn't answer. And that was four days ago, and I still got no response. He's he's probably uh, he's probably upstate taking a vacation. Yeah, on his yacht. So that so that's where that's where I'm standing or sitting or standing right now with the car. <laughs> I guess I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm not standing. You're but yeah. Long story short, if you ever buy a used car, always bring it to an independent mechanic before you purchase the vehicle. This is advice from my brother-in-law, who's a car salesman. <laughs> Yeah. And, he, and he told me you always bring it to an independent mechanic before you before you purchase it. And he said any dealership worth their weight will let you do that. He said, and if not, then you should not be doing business with them, and you should just yeah. leave. Yeah, that yeah, is great. You know, that that is also the kind of thing where it's like I just always feel. I, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that like all mechanics are dishonest or anything. I mean, I think I've had pretty good pretty good experiences over the years, but like. It's the kind of thing where, like, if you don't know anything about cars, it's like going to the doctor. Like, you don't have any power. You're completely powerless, you know? Like, you could even, like, in theory, you could even take your car to a mechanic that, like, you know, that's in the area. And they, and they might have something going on under the table, with, you know. Or, or, I mean, the problem is, like, when it's in their best interest to, like, to identify problems, I feel like it's just harder to get people to be honest, you know? Right. That's, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the problem. And you don't really know like like i did like a thorough inspection of the car like i took it for a test drive and like i looked it over and everything and like looked for any rust spots under the wheel wells and like looked at everything thoroughly and they fixed a couple of things that i told them to but like once you buy it it's not their like they're just gonna plead ignorance and it's not their problem so is there is there any service actually that exists that's like uh and um like like an intermediary between consumers and mechanics who will like and mechanics are like a car dealer no no i'm saying like like some sort of service where like an expert will look at your car but not be but not have any stake in whether like basically not um like not be the person who would actually fix it if there were problems or not well, problems. i think what teddy's saying right is that yeah, to that's have what you're supposed to do independent mechanic to- so yeah. like you know just have you know, whether you know whether saying, you know them or not it's like, be in that mechanic's interest to say that like well, not necessarily because if the if the premise is like like let's say you're paying like some kind of flat fee for them to just for just their time like the idea like well before i go pay eight thousand dollars for this car just take a look at it and let me know you know like i feel like it's it could be pretty short money for to have somebody take their time to look at it and they're not promising to fix it you know to tell you to find something wrong it's just telling you whether or not there's anything immediately obviously wrong you know? Yeah, I guess I just also worry about the difference between something being like really wrong and something being like a little bit wrong, but me not knowing any better. Like you know, like fe- feeling my brake scratch a little bit. Mechanic could be like, "Oh yeah, you you got to get these dealt with right now, or you're screwed." Like you're you're asking for an accident to be like, "All right, I guess I got to get them fixed." Like how would I know the difference between having six more months and needing to get it done now? You know? Yeah. What it probably means is have a car guy. <laughs> yeah. In all of your networking that you. Don do- Leal, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> And all of your networking that you do have somebody that knows cars that you trust. Yeah. He, and he's still our, our high school friend, John is still probably the person who I know or have known at one point in my life. who knows the most about cars. I don't think I've met anyone since then who could help me yeah, out. He does. But that was actually, you just said the brakes. That was actually the best part of the story that I left out is that 
uh, the salesman I asked, that was one thing I asked about. I said like, no, the brakes. Cause that's like an expensive repair that you could have right out the gate for a used car. And he was like, Oh, he's like brand new, brand new brakes and rotors, like brand new brake pads and rotors. I was like, Oh, okay. Awesome. I was like, awesome. And then when I brought this mechanic, he was like, yeah, the, the rear brakes are new. The front brakes are 50% worn down. It's insane. So I, yeah. so I said, I was talking to the kid on the phone at the dealership and I told him that the salesman, the salesman told me that they were, they were brand new. And Does he was it like, say that in your contract? No, it's not written. So that's the problem. I don't have it written anywhere. And he was like, yeah, he's like, as long as they're 50%, they pass inspection. I said, okay, but your salesman, I said, I was like verbatim to him. I was like, so your sales, but your salesman lied to me and told me that they were 100%. And he was like, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, do, do you have it in writing or anything? I was like, no, he's like, he's like, I mean, unfortunately, like there's nothing. I said, okay. I said, so is that your business practice? That's what I said. Though. I was like, is that your business practice that you guys are fine with your salesman just lying to customers to get them to purchase your vehicles? And I was like, do you guys, I was like, I mean, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is, I've had this car for three weeks and I'm already paying for repairs. Do you guys even look over these cars and you get them? And he was like, oh yeah, they're thoroughly inspected. I was like, well, clearly they're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you forgot something as simple as a cover. Yeah. Right. Oh uh, yeah. So well, I'm, all I'm, I can I'm, say, Teddy, I'm, is I hope that dealership goes bankrupt. I hope Ooh, so too. Tying it back to the topic. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned because this saga is continuing. Um, we, I, uh, we could make this a weekly segment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I'll let them know next phone call. If you don't, if you don't answer this, I will reveal your identity on my podcast. <laughs> well, well, Teddy, yeah. Oh, actually, I was just gonna say that I don't want to, you know, pull, you know, kind of, kind of throw our our weight around here. But you know, we do kind of have a uh, bully pulpit here. Uh, you don't, you, 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 you don't want to, you don't want to name the dealership in this episode. No, we'll, we'll, we'll wait to see what happens. We, uh, yeah, we could, we could get a small mob. Uh, to show up. Well, actually, I don't know. Teddy, your Teddy, your wife might be listening to this episode, and she might really. This might really be what like pushes her over the edge and gets her to do something about this situation. So, <laughs> wait, I mean, Teddy, I, I can tell you confidently that my wife is not listening to this episode <laughs> <laughs> right now or ever. <laughs> if anything, I think that indicates a good thing for your for you and for your marriage. <laughs> yeah, it's a safe space. <laughs> Love you, babe. Well, well, all I can say, Teddy, is I feel you. Um, I, I uh, recently, I well, not recently, at the beginning of the summer, I went out and spent a couple hundred bucks on uh, all these vegetable plants and um, basically just made the whole outside of my apartment um, a, a, a garden. Um, and then uh, I called up, there was this, this maple tree growing in, uh, in this front garden. It was overhanging uh, my tomato plants. So... I was trying to call the office here in this like in this development for a couple days. Uh, actually, it had been about a week and a half. And when they finally called me back, um, the woman who runs the grounds um, was just very immediately within like ten seconds of talking to her. I could tell that she like had a huge chip on her shoulder and like just didn't really have a whole lot going on during the day. Um, and Wait, was unpack that for me a little bit. I like what what made you say she's got a chip on her shoulder? Like what? Oh, just just immediately. Uh, one one of the first things she said was. Well, I was out at your unit earlier and I was I was uh, I was looking around the grounds and I have to say I, I don't see what maple tree you're talking about. Um, and that that was basically how she started the conversation. I said, oh, I mean, it's about a seven and a half foot tall maple tree just directly to the right of my porch in the garden. Um, you know, just like that, like I reported. And then she goes, well, the, the tree in front of your house, that that's a that's a full-on tree we can't we can't remove that tree i said no the tree in front of my house isn't the one i'm talking about that is a full-on tree um and it's beautiful and it's nowhere close to my house i'm talking about the seven and a half foot tall maple tree that's directly over my porch um and right in front of my bedroom window and then i made the mistake of saying it's overhanging my tomato plants not knowing, having not read the contract, that I can't have a vegetable garden. So that's where the conversation switched from the maple tree to uh, <laughs> to my vegetable garden. And she said, "Wait, you've to you're growing tomato plants." You <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oops! Uh, Did I say tomato plants? Oh, <laughs> said, oh I meant but. weed. I meant <laughs> I meant uh, beer, <laughs> beer trees. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, long story short, um, she kind of just escalated from there. Um, I was already like annoyed and I had, I had actually already said before that point in the conversation, I had actually said, 
um, you know what? Like, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to remove it. Um, this, this is kind of, this is, this is becoming a bigger deal. She wanted me to take a picture of the tree and all this stuff. And I was just like, you know what? Like, no big deal. I'm just going to, I'm going to remove it. Um, and then she said, uh, basically the last thing she said was, you know, you need to remove them immediately. Uh, I'm going to send someone out to remove them if you don't. Um, and I just said, thank you so much. I'm so glad I called. And I actually have never hung up. On, I can't think of a time I've ever hung up on anyone, but I did hang up on her and it, cause it, it really, it, it, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, it does say in the contract that you can have a vegetable garden. Technically, according to federal law, tomatoes are fruit. So if I really wanted to fight them on it, it doesn't say anything about, um, growing fruit. Uh, so, you know. I could, I, I could fight them on that. But anyway, now I have to hide my tomato plants. By the way, the worker came out, a worker came out to the house and he was like, listen, man, he was like, I'm really sorry about this. He was like, he's like, just so you know, like she's not here on weekends. So if you want to just put them outside to get sun on weekends, like just do that. So clearly this woman is just like a tyrant, you know, like, it, like it's pretty clear that it wasn't just like a one-off experience. So anyway, now the tomato plants live kind of below the deck and by the window and they're still out there. I'm trying to plot what I'm going to do because I figure if she can't prove, if she can't prove that I grew stuff out there all year, then I think there are probably other ways that I could make it clear at the end of the growing season that I did in fact grow stuff out there. Like I could like leave her, I don't know, like a gift of tomatoes, like on her, on her porch or something, or just call her up on the phone um, and just say like, you know, I just want to let you know that I did end up growing stuff here all year, even after you told me to take the plants out. And then if she tried to come after me, I'd say, prove it. And then I'd hang up again. Anyway, I haven't thought about this at all. Um, but <laughs> I think you have, I think you have a couple of options of what you could do. I think you could, I mean, the most obvious is on your last day, just get a basket of tomatoes and just like pelt her with tomatoes. Like at, like ask her to come to the door and just throw tomatoes after like you know like a poor performance on on stage when you get yeah. as as we all at one point in our lives had a poor performance and got pelt and got like hundreds of tomatoes thrown our way and just some of us some of us still have poor performances from time to time you know what i'm talking about Rodney. <laughs> there's 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 an app for that what are you so, insinuating I, all right anyways um <laughs> I think that I think though, if you're really committed to the long game, is what you should do is you should find out where where this lady lives. You go to where she lives. You figure out her work schedule, which should be pretty easy since it seems like she works where you live. <laughs> I, I I think I know where you're going with this, and I like it. And you break into her house. It's oh, wait, gonna, no. There's got to be oh, wait, some wait, laws nope. broken. Got <laughs> to be some laws broken. You find out which room she sleeps in. Uh huh. You go in there, you dig a hole under her bed through the foundation of the house all the way down to the soil, okay. and, you pl- and you plant a tomato plant there. Yeah. And then at one- once or twice a week, you go, you go in there while she's-, while she's working and out of the house, and you okay. tend to it with some water and use like a UV light so you mm-hmm. can make sure it's growing. And just then, just hold it there yep, just, hold, just hold it there it's gonna take a lot of patience and then eventually one day she she's going to be she's going to be in her room and she can be like there's a really bad smell in there no tomato and she, plants and smell she amazing. can't and she can't tell what it is and she's going to look underneath her bed and she's going to see hundreds of rotten tomatoes and a huge tomato plant that grew under her bed it's gonna be like jack and the fucking beanstalk sized tomato plant. <laughs> yeah and then in one of the tomatoes, wow, you need bed, to. She have a really tall bed. And then in one of the tomatoes, oh, you I'm need sure to she have. Has to bed up on stilts, so there will be room for. A <laughs> yeah, obviously, Rodney. Did you hear the size chip she has on her shoulder? She definitely <laughs> sleeps on a bed on stilts. And then you need to have one of the tomatoes have a little note in it, like a fortune cookie, and it just can be some sort of message from you, like, "Here's your stinking tomato plant." <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking also it'd be cool if she had like a really beautiful like flower garden. She probably doesn't because she's miserable. But if she did, uh, just going and then just strewing like tons of vegetable, vegetable plant seeds all over the garden, <laughs> just watching them, watching them blossom. I feel like I I feel like I'd have a lot better insult or, or I'd want to rag on her more if it, if it was a man and not a woman for some reason. I don't I don't, I don't really I don't know. Know. that's that's sexist. <laughs> yeah, Rodney, are you saying that you're not as willing to be mean to women as men? What is wrong with you? Yeah, I think generally speaking, I think that's true. <laughs> 
Um, all right. So obviously we're talking about bankruptcies. Rodney, what the flying? <laughs> I don't think we've talked about bankruptcy at all today, other than Rodney's very vague names for us that apparently have to do with bankruptcy. Yeah, I still, I'm not going to lie. I still don't understand the names at all. But Well, listen, B- Busted Ted and Insolvent Tyler. Um, I'm going to ask you guys. This is a pop quiz. Did you guys come ready for your pop quiz? Yes. Yep. You did? Teddy? Well, I mean, yes. can, can you really be ready for a pop quiz? Yeah, if you if you just are generally always studied up, then yeah, that's the you, point of a pop quiz. You didn't give quiz. us any pre-readings, but okay, go ahead. Guys, do you know what the difference between Chapter 7 and Chapter 11 bankruptcy is? Yes, one is located earlier in the book. Yeah, uh, the difference is four chapters. Yeah, <laughs> whereas the other comes later. So I'm assuming that Chapter 11 builds in some way on what Chapter 11, uh, <laughs> Chapter 7 starts. You'll notice that my sub bullet for this question is no clue question mark because I knew both of you would have no clue. So uh, I'm going to. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, I do know. I do know. You know what? I think I do know. I think chapter seven probably has to do with individuals and chapter 11 has to do with corporations. Okay. uh, Teddy, do you want to take a guess? I think chapter 11 is uh, worse because I feel like I've heard chapter 11. More often, I also started to bankruptcy. Worse. And I think chapter seven, chapter seven is specifically for landlords who don't allow their tenants to grow tomato plants. <laughs> yes, guys, um, I, I I love you both, but you're you're both horrendously wrong. Um, Tyler, they you're horrendously have, wrong. They they don't have to do with individuals versus corporations. What they have to do is with either reorganization or complete insolvency. And chapter seven is when you're completely insolvent and you're basically saying, listen, we tried, but we're done. We're not going to pay off all of this stuff. Your, your credit's going to take a hit, but you're, you're basically done. Chapter 11 means, hey, listen, we've got an okay thing here, but we've got to reorganize. We've got to, you've got to forgive some of our debts, but we can, we can keep making this work. So you okay. have heard chapter 11 more often as it relates to businesses because what chapter 11 means is that they're basically not doing well at all, but that they still want to stick around. Oh, wait, and sorry. So chapter 11 means that you're still trying. Chapter 7 means you've thrown in the towel. Chapter 7 means I'm out. We're done. You're out. Rodney, and can so, I ask you, maybe you're going to get more into this in the podcast. One thing I've always been confused about, especially as it relates to individuals, um, is if you're like really in deep financial shit, like why don't more people just declare bankruptcy? Um, I mean, so... There are certain kinds of debts. I mean, we're not going to get too much more into it, but yeah, there there are certain kinds of debts that are considered like unsecured debts versus secured debts, and for like like credit cards being one of the most obvious ones. That if you were in horrible financial situation, most financial advisors would probably tell you like what you need to do is not pay your credit card for you know six months and then settle. Because like if you're, yes, your credit score is going to tank and you're not going to be able to borrow money for a while. But if you're really looking to like start new, uh, it's your unsecured debts that are the the most important thing. Because like your house, um, you know, the things actually that more often than not people might gravitate towards paying their credit card or something like that. Really, credit cards oh, have nothing. Wait. So, Rodney, I, I just want to I just want to get this clear, and I want to get this on record. So, yeah. you're saying. You are you are legally advising me that I should not pay my student loans for the next six months? No, student loans would not be a good one. Uh, government student loans? No, are, no, they're not. They're they're private. They're private. I don't yeah. know the rules around private ones, but like things like your house, things like your car, like there are certain ones that are secured that have collateral, and they will come take that thing. Where like a credit card, ultimately, if you if you don't pay your credit card. You won't be able to keep using it, but like, can they can they come in? Can they come and take my diploma off my wall? Just unscrew <laughs> it. Right <laughs> a credit card has very very little power over you. Um, oh yeah. So, I meant, I meant that the student loans. Good luck getting a job now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, my, so, my anyway. employer immediately calls me and asks me if I lied on my resume. What? Guys, no. Listen. What? I did. That's. I was there for four years. What? Guys, I have to say this, which is just so interesting to me, and I won't say any names, and I don't know any names, but I remember 
at, at my gym was somebody who worked at the same company as me and they worked in like, um, I don't know if it was HR credit and collections or something, but, um, some kind of operational role, but they said that they were like, they would oversee situations like people who charge personal things on their corporate credit cards. But guys, there was like, like as I was having this conversation with this guy at one point, I realized like, wait a minute. So there was like somebody who, again, I don't, I don't know who it was and I don't even know if it was a man or a woman, but that had charged over $20,000 of personal expenses on their corporate card. But it was just like a managerial, like HR situation. Like they didn't even fire her. And I don't even know. It was almost like they don't know if they fired her, if it would be even harder to like prosecute. Like there was like one of those things, like it was obviously not good for the person's career. Like probably that person's upward trajectory at the company was not particularly good. But I remember thinking like, wow, though, for $20,000, like... Like if you had enough references outside of the company, I feel like it'd be a, a quick, like if you really wanted to like churn and burn a company, like yeah, get a and job, listen, yeah. use the corporate card for something big and be like, all right, sorry, got another job. But, <laughs> like, but listen, that's that's the thing. I feel like I'm, I'm not saying that I don't think that employees should be protected, but that's the thing in modern America. Like if you really wanted to like really operate like on the fringes and like barely get by doing your job, like, like you can you can show up to work drunk a couple times before they can take legal action against you, you know, like or like in other words, or or like it has to be like a lot of things like that, like behavior, but behavioral things have to be well documented, right? right yeah. So if you're like, nope, I just carry around scope in my pocket and I swish it around every ten seconds. It's not booze <laughs> you're smelling; it's just scope. Like I feel like there's so many ways around that stuff. Yeah. Anyway. And, and yeah, and I feel like with 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 credit cards, it's like, well, my, I mean, I mean, my company never said I couldn't go out and put a down payment like, on <laughs> a house the with a credit card. I mean, no yeah. one ever told me I couldn't do that. I mean, <laughs> I, fine, I'll go back. I'll reverse the charges. Sheesh, like, get off my back about it. Just say no one don't have me. a cow over it. <laughs> my goodness. I I just remember I remember being somewhat stunned by the idea of like not that I didn't want to be in that person's shoes but at the same time I thought like so what can you do about it and like honestly the basically the person was just shrugging his shoulders he was like ah you know like it's uh you know we've talked with the manager like with with their, <laughs> like but it's just kind of like yeah it's just kind of generally a problem it's hard it's hard did to you deal. charge twenty thousand dollars on the company card yes yes I did <laughs> all right um. Thank you for fessing up to it. Uh, we're, we're just going to go back to work. <laughs> well, that's All right. It sounds good. Can I leave early yeah, today? Yeah. <laughs> that's a big problem. Again, but, thank uh, you so much for your honesty. We really appreciate it. Going out, is- I'm going out to dinner and I'm not putting it on the company card. <laughs> it's, it's just you, so you promised. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I do feel Wait, like... Wait, actually, you know what? Why don't you why, why don't you give it back to it? You know what? Give, give us give us the card. No, 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 no. It's fine. We're good. I, I won't do it again. I promise. And I do feel like, again, they did not tell me the name or anything, but I do feel like that they did hint that it was like a younger employee. And I just remember thinking like, man, like what a, what a gutsy move. You know, <laughs> just be like, well, might as well do this. <laughs> not yeah, gutsy. I, not not. I'm not giving any credit. I just thought, like, how does that happen? You, you know, her. like how do you? I mean, you know, how you of all the decisions? Yeah, you you yeah. do know who it is. You already said her you multiple times. You've said, you've said like three times that you don't know who this is, and you just said her. So I'm pretty sure you know who this is. Did I say her? Yeah, Did you've said it like three times. As a female, I I paging Doctor Freud. <laughs> 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 anyway, all right, guys. So um. There have been, uh, and and sadly, and I know, I know from a, uh, I know for a fact, none of us are are rooting for for bankruptcies. But I just thought, speak what for yourself. Interesting. I'm all about the drama, baby. <laughs> some recent notable bankruptcies that that have happened like this year, and to see if you guys have any reaction or any memories from from these particular stores. So I'm starting with ones that I think are more boring, but that at least are notable. And I then, mean, sorry, sorry. Before you start on your list, when you say you're you're gauging our reaction, do you want us to? Is this like on a scale of like, huh, to like auga? Yeah, like yeah exactly. tell, tell, Okay. From from huh to auga. That's actually exactly what I wrote down in the notes. If you had looked at it, I don't think I don't think auga would be on my scale of reactions to bankruptcies. 
All well, right. no, Teddy, imagine imagine that if one of these companies is going bankrupt, it means that they're putting all of their excess stock out on the curb for you to go pick up for free. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So speaking of this first one, I, I feel like I don't think I've ever been. Pier 1 Imports. Do you guys know what that is? I don't know what it is. I, I don't think I've ever been. Teddy, have you ever been? Is that a quick no? <laughs> that was a really quiet quick no. <laughs> no, that wasn't a quick no. No. no it, Teddy, it was, that was actually kind of a sketchy no. Yeah, no. It was more of a, like a, I asked someone guilty of something if they've ever been involved with it. And is it no? All right. It, all right. If I, Teddy, if I Teddy, blink at... twice. Blink twice if Pierre, one is lis- if, if Pierre is listening. P- Pierre Importe is listening. He's sitting next to me on the couch taking notes. Like, I don't even know what Pier One Imports sells. I think it, it, I... Was, it was like one of those early. Wasn't it all like nice stuff, but at like a discount? Yeah, it was something similar to that. I think I think they sell like a lot of like wicker furniture. I don't know if it's mostly outdoor furniture, but I will say I've noticed Pier One because recently, like, there's a couple that are not too far from me, and I thought, you know what? Actually, right now, as I'm trying to like, as I'm fixing up a, a house like huh i'd be interested to see if i can get any sweet deals at that place <laughs> so um that one's that that's the only reaction i have because i've never been but i i think it's a lot of like outdoor like i feel like furniture that you'd like put it you'd see in like a cape house or something yeah 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 i think you're right and i think we also need to acknowledge as we dive into this list that one thing that's going to temper our reactions are uh toward the awuga end of the scale for a lot of these things is um the fact that like how much longer did pier one have like like mourning the death of pier one is like mourning the death of a 110 year old like veteran who served in four wars and did everything he wanted to in life it's like Tyler, that seems like a life yeah, worthy of, uh, yeah. of mourning and I would say that was a mistake throwing the veteran thing in. There. No, 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 no. My, sorry, no, no. I know you're, what you're saying. You're, but no, no. What was... I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like, it's 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 lived a full life. Pier one was great, but like, it's 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 time to. I don't know how much longer Pier one had anyway. Yeah. So okay, moving on to the next one. Speaking of full life, uh, Neiman Marcus. Have you guys ever been to a Neiman Marcus? Loved him. Loved him. <laughs> Oh my God, Teddy! Teddy, do you remember in I think it was 2014 when he won the the dunk competition? Yeah, ne- Neiman Marcus was the best shooting guard the Celtics ever had. <laughs> oh my God, ridiculously good. Is Neiman? I I've heard of Neiman Marcus I, again. Another store, literally no idea what they sell. Clothes? Neiman Marcus is like the type of store that I feel like. I was never old. Like the few times I was ever in there was mostly like walking through the Natick Mall. And like being like, oh right, this is not in my price range. Like it was the type of store that it's like you'd see a T-shirt for like ninety-seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's why I don't know what they sell. <laughs> but uh, it is, I feel like one of the more high-profile ones because it's like a, a super high-end, like luxury store. So like one of those, and it, I think it's been around forever. Um, it's it, it's kind of like um, it's like one of the original um, like american like golden age department stores right right yeah i and like specifically high-end like uh it's not it's it's not bankrupt um but i i feel like it's not doing particularly well what's the other one that's uh well known huh no not macy's but that's also uh threatened higher end than macy's um crap oh nordstrom nordstrom Yeah. yeah so like neiman marcus nordstrom's were like similar we're like macy's and the next one on our list, J.C. Penny. <laughs> uh, that is like, going out of Penny business. does not even register on the on this scale. I'm not. I'm not even going to justify it with. A, actually, I don't think I've done made any sounds for any of these so far yet. But <laughs> I mean, J.C. Pen- like all you need to do is look at the front of a building of a J.C. Penny to be like, wait, did I like? Did I accidentally hit some sort of time portal and go back in time <laughs> fifty years? Like. JC Penny, get out of here. JC Penny, they began their downward spiral when they they changed their slogan like like 7 years ago to when it fits you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> and I I am wondering if Is that was that really their slogan? Tom? That, that was their slogan. But I remember thinking like yeesh. <laughs> yeah. No when one it, when it fits you feel it. That, yeah, they, like that, no that one was going to save JC Penny. No one no one in the room was like I don't you're not I don't think you're hearing yourself. 
no it's good when it fits you feel it all, all that <laughs> yeah. makes me think of is is like an overweight middle-aged man who puts on a shirt that's a little bit too tight and is a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> That's well, not what I, I think. <laughs> it makes me think like most of the time stuff doesn't fit, but when it does, you feel it. <laughs> JC Penny, we promise that all of our stuff is not the stuff that's made in the factories in Vietnam after hours. We promise so, so it, it. But you just have to. We're going to go on the honor system. Don't look at the tag on the back of the shirt. <laughs> so I will say, I think JC Penny is a story. This is a story. Is a store that. I probably have been in as I don't even know if like as an adult, I think all right. The last time I was in a JC Penny was mostly with like my parent. My mom probably bought me clothes at JC Penny at some point, <laughs> you know, oh, um, I, we've all, I think we've all bought stuff at JC Penny before. Right. Especially when I was younger. Do you think you bought something though? Like I, you know like what? I did. I, I, I did. did too. I did my first um, suit for my first job interview after college. Was I bought it at JC Penny? I went. Okay. I was. I went to like an outlet store at the mall to try to, or to try to, or not an outlet store at the mall. That made no sense. I, yeah, I tried, went like, to a department store, yeah. um, and that was the one that was at the mall near me. And I got a very cheap suit there, and I did not get it tailored, and it fit horrifically. But I got the job, so yeah, hey. <laughs> worked suit. out. I mean, thank you, JC Penny. If you think about it, like return on investment on that suit, really good. Oh yeah, <laughs> I bought. I bought some Puma shorts. Puma? They sell Puma. Yeah, they sell all the brands. Or, I mean, they did, I guess. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Sold. what I remember most about JCPenney is like, as I was going through college, they had gotten, they like had as CEO very briefly somebody who used to run the Apple stores. I, I remember. Like Wait, this, like, do I know this because you told us this, Robin? Probably, probably. And it was like this like huge story that he was going to try and turn around the JCPenney brand. And he was like trying to bring like high end names and like make boutiques out of everything. And basically, he was just, he spent like billions of dollars trying to like build out this whole new thing at JCPenney. And like they, one of their big moves was like getting rid of coupons. Cause like JCPenney was like huge on like all of their shoppers use coupons. Well, of that, course they do. That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> and that basically this move to like completely get rid of coupons just did not work. And he was like fired like within like a year or so of his, of I, I his just, tenure. Can I just ask when something, when a company like JC Penny that like is on rocky footing to begin with tries to do something like that. Do people in the boardroom really think it's going to work? Like that they know that that's like a one in, in like a hundred chance that that's going to work. Right. Yeah. I just feel like it's such a, like it's such a reach, you know? Cause like you just, at a certain point, I feel like you're just doing a slow death and you just have to accept it. Do you know what I mean? Like at a certain point, just like what you were saying with like peer one, like let's face it we're probably not making the transition into this brand new world where there's going to be fewer retail stores. So why don't we just make any money that we can while we still can and call it. <laughs> Let's just become peer done. Yeah. <laughs> Good, Ted. All right, guys. All right. Now I'm going to transition into ones that I thought we'd have more to say about. You guys, Models. You gotta go to Moe's. <laughs> I actually didn't hear about that one. That one makes me a little bit sad, but I also feel like there's a lot of competition in that in that space. Honestly, ever since the first time I ever saw Models was in Brockton, Massachusetts, and I thought like it was the only one. And I remember thinking like, "What is this crappy thing trying to compete with Dick's Sporting Goods next door?" And I realized like, "Oh, this is a chain. Like this thing sucks." <laughs> if if there's one thing I've learned over the years it is to never try and compete with Dick's. All said, Teddy, uh, yeah. I'll, I feel like that should have been the last thing we said on Models. You, you just save that. Say that again later. Okay. Dicks. Um, yeah. Models, I don't, I don't I, have well, anything else to say. Here, <laughs> I, have, I have this question. Wait, wait Rodney, now <laughs> just say it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, wait, wait, hold on. Guys, did they have uh, maybe one of the best viral videos of all time? I know for me... Oh. It was regional. It was a regional viral video. But do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Uh, was it David Ortiz? Nope. No, the Tom Brady one? Nope. Was Model? No. Oh, was that Model? No, I think that was like Dick's. Wait, who did? Who was it that did the uh, David Ortiz getting off the plane in Japan? <laughs> oh, oh, no, that was no, that was Lids. Ortiz. Lids. That was yeah. that was Lids or New ba That was a uh, New Era. The hat. New Era. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, I love that commercial. But no, Rodney, what, what? What are you talking about? Do you guys remember? Uh, he was a running back with the Patriots. Oh, the Danny Woodhead thing. Danny Woodhead. 
Danny mm. Woodhead pretended to be a salesman selling jer- selling jerseys at a Models, and he's so convincing as just like a teenage, like retail sales employee. Like he was trying to sell Danny Woodhead jerseys. So there's this video that they made of him trying to sell his own jersey to people, but like he's so not recognizable as an athlete whatsoever. Everyone was just like, nah, nah. Like he just had to. It was it was to me the most creative idea i remember seeing it thinking like you know what credit to models for, you, for you remember concept. I, I i don't remember that i'll look it up do you remember danny woodhead's uh picture I, I don't know what year it was but probably around like the, the first year the patriots had him he literally looked like a younger frodo baggins in his picture <laughs> it was like there's no way this person plays in the nfl it, it, yeah but he had that like skater boy haircut you know what yeah. i mean like the, yeah. like the shaggy do exactly and so he was it was it was great anyway and his um, name's danny woodhead danny <laughs> woodhead <laughs> what um i could talk about danny we could do an episode on danny woodhead i'd have a lot of i'd have a lot of thoughts. We? we are we've already lost enough followers with this episode <laughs> i think we need to do an episode on danny woodhead is danny woodhead <laughs> by the way guys this is our first episode with uh with former MVP Cam Newton uh, as the quarterback for the 2020-2021 New England Patriots. I'm Super pretty, exciting, pretty but about that. I'm not going to get I'm not going to get well, off track. Speaking well, of well, Welcome to town Cam. I've talked a lot of crap about you over the years, but you're now you're now my main man. <laughs> so speaking of Cam Newton and well-built individuals, guys, what about GNC, another store going out of business? Um, of the three of us, who do you think spent the most money at GNC? Uh, probably Teddy, but maybe you, Rodney. No, I would say you, Tyler. I thought I, you, Tyler. I, yeah, I never. Mm. I I hardly ever went to GNC because Me? whenever when I used I used to go to <laughs> another store another store in the mall. I used to go to a place called Vitamin World to get protein, yeah, protein right. powder. But I did go to GNC. I did go to GNC like once or twice, and every place like this tries to upsell you. But GNC would try to upsell me like like. I would be like a 16 year old kid and be like, Oh, how's it going, bro? Like, all right. Yeah. Let me grab your, uh, let me grab the protein. You want anything else? You want these vitamin E pills? I'm like, no, that's okay. It's like, what about, what about these pills? They'll make your penis bigger. <laughs> like, no, what? Yeah, was, no, literally though. 16. And Teddy, Teddy, you remember, how, protein. you remember how every time you went in like a GNC or a vitamin world, you had to like, I, I always felt like I, I had to put on a, like a mask when I went in, like, all right. This is going to be, uh, I'm going to have to pretend to act like I care a lot more about what I'm buying right now. And I'm going to have to like shoot the shit about like the gym or something right now. Yeah. And then it was just like a huge relief when I was like able to leave. But why are you saying, I don't, I mean, I, I went to vitamin world as well when I was younger to buy like protein powder, but I don't think I've ever bought anything from GNC. I think, I feel like you bought stuff later in life. I think like the no, last thing. No, 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 no. Okay. Hold on. That, what about that, Anno Explode? No, no, that I have to take issue with. No, no, no. I actually think that, and I, I haven't always felt this way because I definitely did buy stuff from Vitamin World, but I think all that stuff is a fucking scam. I think, honestly, GNC cannot go out of business fast enough. And I, I, I hope all of the former execs at GNC hear me say this. I think 95% of that crap is completely made up and there's zero evidence that any of it does anything. Except, except for No Explode, which except the executives will like stop taking it. It will literally stop your heart. Oh my God. <laughs> Do not drink this anymore. Oh yeah, it was really harmful, right? <laughs> yeah, there's people like dying of heart attacks from it. Wait, but No Explode, Tyler, you had No Explode, right? Did I? Yeah. Yeah, you right? definitely did. Yeah, yeah, I think I tried I mean, it once now, from once from you, and I was like, "Oh boy, I haven't felt that great these past fifteen years." Maybe, maybe I did dip into the old no explode. No, um, I I think I did try Myoplex, but Myoplex was too expensive, and it was really just because I thought Brady Quinn had really great arms, and I wanted mine to look like his. And remember, <laughs> is, remember, he would he would he would drink uh, a Myoplex in the commercial and say, "Now I'm done." Yeah, I do. I, yeah, and then he stepped onto the football field for one snap, and then he said, "Now I'm done." <laughs> and now he's actually, you know, you know what's so embarrassing about that? He, he's like, he's like a pretty good analyst, but he also he kind of talks all the time. He talks as if he played in the NFL, which annoys the crap out of me. Like, no, you sat on the bench for the Cleveland Browns for seven years. Like, you did not play in the NFL. You just did bicep curls at the gym. <laughs> 
Tyler, I, I don't know if I know that commercial or if I know you telling the commercial because whenever I hear that, I really just picture you telling the end of the commercial. Now I'm done. Um, do you guys remember how they had this like membership model where it'd be like, well, the protein by itself is $97, but if you sign up for a monthly membership, it'll be $40. I was always like, well... How so much what? is the membership? Oh, yeah, yeah. $97. I'd be like, oh, so if I pay, so you could just pay, you can either pay $97 right now or the $40 with a $30 monthly membership fee. So it'd be $70. So you save $27. Like, if, okay. If you think about it though, they were kind of ahead of the curve on all the uh, subscription stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I remember it like that their model was like, I was like, but can I like cancel? Can I cancel right away after? It was like, no, like you can't cancel. Like it was, it was one of those that still didn't have, I feel like now it's such a consumer world where it's like, yeah, sure, you can sign up, you can cancel tomorrow, you can let somebody else use it. <laughs> like it's so, yeah, it's yeah, so no, consumer friendly. Don't you feel like it's so easy to cancel anything now? Like, like Quibi was the most recent example of that for yeah. me. I literally, I did the trial and then I never watched it for one second. And there was literally like when you go into the like subscription section on your phone, it like tells you very clearly how to cancel and like makes it clear that you will not uh, under any circumstance be charged right yeah anyway they had um, G- gnc just had like the most the most bro people working there and it was it was always so uncomfortable because they'd be like yeah you want like you know this membership of you know 40 dollars a month but you get like you know protein for 10 dollars be like no I- i'm okay he'd be like are you sure it's like yeah i mean i think I, I really think you should like they would be so aggressive and be like no i'm okay and they'd be like all right like they'd be bagging up your stuff like you're gonna you're really gonna regret it you're gonna yeah. really regret not getting this you'll get like, it would be it would be the whole <laughs> they would they literally would not quit but i i do have to say because i forgot to tell you <laughs> that i i actually last weekend met actually twice at a donut place near me met the biggest bro i have ever i've ever met not in terms of size, just in terms of the most bro bro <laughs> he person. Five hundred and seventy nice. pounds. He was, he was <laughs> a thousand pounds, the biggest bro on earth. He <laughs> the first he, time he was overweight. Donuts? No, no. The first time I went to get donuts from this guy, he was like, he it, it, he was just a bro through and through. And I walked up and like he took off his old gloves because like they're changing their gloves each order they took. And he takes off his old gloves and just goes Kobe and throws them to the trash bin. Misses. <laughs> that puts on new gloves. And I take my orders like, right on, right on. All right, bro. Hey, have a good one, man. Yeah. And then a couple weeks later, I went I went to get donuts again. He's like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing, man? And I was like, good. And I was like, um, I have an order for Susan. And he goes, oh, nice. It's my mom's name. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, yeah, I'm taking these home to your mom. We're going to eat them after I bang her. <laughs> No, what? Why do you have to take it there? You didn't say that. Why did he have to take it there? Because he's a perverse piece of crap. <laughs> that was a yeah. golden opportunity. Tyler, are you are you doing No Explode right now? <laughs> he is. That's why he's always so jittery. Teddy, Teddy, he literally lobbed you an alley oop, and you just let it sail over the backboard. Yeah, <laughs> what the I, fuck I is did. in your hand? <laughs> yeah, what are you rolling oh, paint I right I now? I actually just found it. I, for a second, I thought it was a very mini paint roller, but then I realized it doesn't open on either end. So I think it's a really small, like, uh, like pizza roller. Oh, oh. it's got to be like a massage. It's not for pizza. You can make how many pizzas? Like how many rolls? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, speaking of pizza. Uh, Next on the list, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, whoa. So I know we were supposed to record last week, uh, but good news for waiting a whole week. This one just popped up on the uh, the old bankruptcy list. Chuck E. Cheese. Guys, uh, ever have a birthday there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah? What, what number? Do you remember? Oh, actually, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't my birthday. Maybe I just went to a lot of birthdays there. I don't know. Well, I, I had one. I had one there. I think it was it was probably six or seven. I remember it very clearly, though. It was a shared birthday party with someone else in our class because we had a birthday one day apart. What grade? What grade was that? Because I I had one when I was in, I think we were living in New Jersey. It would have been like kindergarten or first grade, and that was it was Chuck E. Cheese. That same age, like six. Yeah, uh, Teddy. I think you just brought up the one that Rodney wasn't invited to, so we might have stumbled into uncomfortable territory here. <laughs> No, Rodney, I think it was. I don't think that one actually happened. I think that Teddy's thinking of something else. 
<laughs> it wasn't uh, Chuck E. Cheese. It was just a pizza. <laughs> so, so last week the news was that that the uh, the company that like owned the brand was like trying to find a buyer. Guys, would you would you buy Chuck E. Cheese? Do you believe that Chuck E. Cheese has a place in the future? How much is it? Let's just say for for any. Do you see a world where Chuck E. Cheese has a relevant place for kids? Yes. If you if yeah. you if you take uh, all you have to do. You know, I would if I had money, I would purchase Chuck E. Cheese's. You know what I would do? I would purchase all of the Chuck E. Cheese's. I would take the novelty of Chuck E. Cheese and I would turn them into creepy strip clubs. <laughs> they would make <laughs> tons of money. You know what? You're not. That's really not horrible because like somebody that was talking about it was like anybody who makes this purchase is like really doing it just solely for nostalgia. Remembers like 1985 and has not paid attention to the fact that these restaurants are dirty and probably like gross like bad locations are out of date and serve crappy food like they they don't serve a- yeah, they, they really don't do anything very well although i liked how the one in south attleboro had that's one where you had your birthday i think right ted yep um, I, I like how they had all the tubes like the extensive network of tubes on the ceiling i i was way more interested in those than anything else at that age yeah, the ball pits. I don't think I feel like a ball pit is 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 Corona like uh, one hundred and one of what you don't do, right? Yeah, right. I, yeah. I I think I think too. I I do think that I might have struck gold with this idea because the more I think about it, the more I think like, all right. So you pretty much you get rid of the games and stuff because you don't really need games at strip clubs, right? I mean, full full, <laughs> full disclosure, I've, I've never been to a strip club, <laughs> <laughs> but I I think that you you get rid of all the games. And then you just put like the stripper poles on the stage, but you keep the mechanical band. So the mechanical band still plays the whole time. <laughs> I think it's a million dollar idea. I really do. Yeah, I think a million. <laughs> Not a billion, but a million. No. Um, all right. So anyway, the the other fun fact about Chuck E. Cheese is that recently, uh, I know we've talked about this, but uh, do you know that if you are ordering from a DoorDash that it says Pasquale's Pizza, it's actually Chuck E. Cheese. Just an FYI. Pasquales. What's right. Pasquales? Last that's just what they call their uh their pizza company online. <laughs> uh yeah, all right. That, that's not really what I was asking, but that's okay. La- Next one. Last last one is J. Crew. Uh good news is this is a chapter eleven, not a chapter seven. Oh, so thank, thank they God. they will probably still be around, but um Ooh, thank you know, God. Of all the ones on the list, I did think, oh, that one would actually impact virtually almost all of the clothes that I buy. <laughs> yeah, Wait, Chuck. I, oh, for a second, I legitimately thought what we had, I forgot what we had moved on to. And I was, <laughs> I was still stuck. Thought I Chuck- bought all my clothes at Chuck E. Cheese. I buy all my clothes at the gift, the gift shop at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it's, a, it's a process. I have to go win at least a thousand tickets. Yeah. I can go get a new work shirt. Yeah, <laughs> many hours of labor just to buy a crappy T-shirt with a rat on it, <laughs> which is also Chuck E. Cheese. Why did you pick a rat? I don't. I don't hate rats like most people, but they like love cheese. cheese. Oh my god, Daddy! <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted, that I just, we're we're actually recording tonight. And we can see each other. I feel like Teddy and I literally just said the same thing with the same expression. <laughs> you did. Why, why a rat? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually right right on cue, right on time, and with an expression that made me think that was much more effectively insulting watching you guys do it than imagining it. <laughs> it hurt more to see your face. All right. Um, so we I know we've only have a few minutes left. So before closing, just question. If you guys could make a bankruptcy happen or remove it from ever having happened, so either put a store out of business or bring a store back from the dead. What hmm. store would you choose? Tyler, I'm going to start do- with you. Oh, wait. What? Why You should ask me this ahead of time. I don't know. This is a good question. But it's I, been I'm on the to- notes. It's been on the notes all day. You wrote the notes 15 minutes ago, you jackass. <laughs> um, At least an hour ago. I don't know. Wait, let me think. Um, wait, what do, I, what do I really miss? Um, I don't, like maybe, m- maybe a Saturn dealership? Wow, really? You missed the Saturn? I'm cars? joking. I'm joking. I don't know. I'm trying to think of things that have disappeared i'm just seeing all those garbage cars on the road <laughs> although you know saturn used to treat their employees really well they just couldn't make a half decent car <laughs> um i don't know can, can teddy go first or can you go first since you probably already have an idea 
Uh, I don't know that I do. Ted, do you have an idea? Rodney, I have literally the complete list of companies I know that have gone bankrupt are the ones you've listed. (laughs) You know, maybe one that I'd pick, and I don't even know that I mean it, but do you guys remember Stephen Barry's? The place that you could just get like collegiate branded clothes for like $5 sneakers. $5 basketball shoes. Yeah, right. To be fair, a lot of their clothing was from like D3 schools. Like it, it, it was very easy to find a shirt that or a hoodie where like if you glanced at it, you're like, oh, nice, like a USC hoodie. And then you looked and it was like some rural Division three college in Illinois. And you're like, eh, kind of <laughs> close. Yeah, a lot of their stuff was a little random. They did have the Starberries, though. That's yeah, the Starberry, the Starberry Marbury. shoes. I feel like Stephen Berry's uh, was like, one thing that that popped to mind in terms of bringing a store back to life, um, uh, I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at the New York Times ticker right now because I don't think I'm going to be able to think of something that I want to bring back, but I'm sure I can come up with one that I'd like to put out of business. I feel like didn't you say one earlier today? Yeah, GNC. Oh, you were happy with that that one that went out? Yeah, yeah, very happy that went out of business. I know, I know one. I know one company I'd like to put out of business. I'll give you a hint. I bought a car from them three <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, that's it. That was like a, that was a softball. All right, go ahead. Say their name. <laughs> Let's I'm get all our fans on them. You know what? I would kind of like Tesla. To, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't want them to, I wouldn't want them to go bankrupt, but I'm kind of sick of Elon Musk and all his friggin' promises. Don't worry. He'll do something. He'll do something. He'll like say the wrong thing sometime soon. He'll say something racist and he'll be asked to step down. You won't hear from him ever again. I, I feel like that's a good one. Tesla's a good one. You know yeah, what? I don't Twitter. Know. Maybe I'll say Twitter. Going out of business. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, why, why Twitter? I, I, I got to give Twitter props. They, yeah, they stepped didn't, up recently. Didn't Jack Dorsey, didn't he, didn't he step down because he said that people of color should be representing representing Twitter? Right? Oh, Isn't is that, that what, what Jack he said? said? I don't know. Whenever people wait, is Jack? Do- I'm, I think I'm getting yeah, people Jack mixed Dorsey, up. He does. He, but he also runs like th- two, three other big company or two, other, one other big company at least. Square. But no, he he also runs Huli, I believe, right? And Square. Have you guys seen Silicon Silicon Valley? Oh no, he's, I haven't seen that. Is Jack Dorsey? He's he's married to. Um, is he the one that's married to Serena Williams? No, he's he's married to Glenn Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't he? <laughs> Jack Dorsey. No, 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 no. I don't think so. That's, you know what's um, so frustrating? Is I that think I'm getting Google, someone confused here. Yeah, you no, you're, Google, you're thinking of another young tech uh, tech guy, I think. Now I'm going to be embarrassed if you're... Married to... Serena Williams is married to... No, Alexis Ohanian. But wait, isn't... He's married to... Is is Alexis Ohanian? Oh, Claustus. He? Yeah, he's a he's like a, a tech entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. Who, why did I think? Kind of looks like my uncle, Alexis Ohanian. He actually kind of looks like Jack Dorsey. Yeah, <laughs> looks very similar to him actually. Um, I have no idea, Jack. Dorsey oh, Reddit. Is. He's a co-founder of Reddit. Who? Oh, Reddit. He's uh, Alexis Reddit. Ohanian. Oh. Reddit took down the Donald recently. You guys see that? No, I don't know. Almost, almost nine hundred thousand uh, participants to do what? Uh, they they took it down because the it was violating its uh, hate speech rules. Oh, something he posted on Reddit? No, no, it's a it's a, a pro Trump uh, community. Oh, 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 got it. Um, guys, I do have to say, I, I want to just make one thing really clear just to, in kind of wrapping things up. Uh, if there's one thing that I have learned in life, it is to never try to go toe-to-toe with dicks. <laughs> is that when I was supposed to say it? Uh, I guess it'll do. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys can fo- follow us at some some things on social media, I think. Potentially even Twitter. I don't. I don't even know. You guys. Hey, who manages our Twitter? Nobody, right? Uh, and I do. You do. Yeah, I I tweet yeah. daily. I think our. I think the last tweet that I put up on our Twitter was November twenty sixteen. <laughs> what did it say? 
<laughs> I'm joking. What up? What's up, world? Can, yeah. Can't wait for four years of Hillary. <laughs> Rodney, Rodney, if you opened up Twitter in front of me and said, send a post a tweet, I don't even know. What do you even say? Tweet a tweet? What's the fucking verb for Twitter? <laughs> it's, it's, tweet, it's, tweet it's, your it's, old grandpa. I literally don't even think I'd be able to figure out how to do it. I think I'd probably just end up sending an email to someone. <laughs> Just like uh, I remember seeing this uh, this post that made me die laughing. That there was, there was some some somebody had screenshotted their phone on a plane that said, uh, "This this old man has this old man next to me has been trying to airdrop this picture to me instead of like he was probably trying to like text, but he like kept trying oh, to airdrop no. it to the person sitting next to him." <laughs> and I just That's hilarious. How frustrating that would be as an old person. <laughs> oh man, That's so funny. All right, guys. Well, hopefully none of us have bankruptcies in our in our near future. No, um, just in our distant, just in the distant future. I'll take one in the distant future. Just I'll, no, distant. no, I'll take none. I'll take no bankruptcies. Guys, Donald Trump had a couple bankruptcies and still managed to be president. Donald Trump. <laughs> Great success. Is that a great two Borat? Two Borat quotes? He's very, very strong on plow. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, I'm not going to lie. I don't even think he could walk in front of a plow right now. Never mind. Pull one on his back. His All right, guys. chin hang like sleeve of wizard. <laughs> yes, All right, I'm, I'm going to stop the recording. Right,